This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. And before we get to the episode today, I want to invite you to sign up for my free five-day Get Focus Challenge. It's going to be happening September 20th through the 24th, 2021. Five days to better focus so you get more done. You can register for free by going to my website, mrproductivity.com, clicking the banner at the top of the page, register today, and let me help you get more focus so you can become more productive. Just hop on over to mrproductivity.com. Becca Ribbing is a coach and author of the Clarity Journal. She's also on a mission to help people break out of the cycles of uncertainty and struggle to hold them back. Becca, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's so great to be here. I am excited to have you here because, you know, clarity. I, I talk a lot about clarity, you know, as a productivity guy, because a lot of people don't understand that if you're not clear, well, how can you be productive? Because you don't know what to be productive because you're not clear. So we're going to get in that topic in just a few minutes here. So tell us about 30 or 45 seconds. Tell us, other than what I read in your intro, a little bit more about you. So my audience gets to know who you are. So I live in Seattle, have two kids and a husband, and I just am really passionate about helping people figure out what they want to do. I I think I've been talking about this a lot lately. It's so funny. I have this very strong memory as a kid of people constantly telling me that they hated their jobs. And I think that it bugged me so much as a kid that I've made it my mission as an adult to help people like what they do because they spend 40 to 60 hours a week at it. You should like it. I agree. And I, I heard Gary Vaynerchuk say, oh, a number of years ago, you only get one life. This is it. And I roll out of bed every morning and I've been doing this since 2005 when I got fired from my corporate job, loving what I do. I mean, every day for me is like a little boy at Christmas time and I love what I do. And when people go, oh, I got to go to work. Why don't you go do something you like? Oh, I got good pay and good perks. I'm like, so you're going to be miserable, make a lot of money with a lot of vacation why? And I don't understand why people do that because they're focusing on the money. But if you're going through your whole life, hating what you're doing, I, I don't, I don't understand those people. I don't understand them either. And then if you take it to a real extreme, the people that I know that make lots and lots of money and they do it through having a job, like they're a really high powered lawyer or whatnot. It's like, you can't even enjoy the money you're earning. Like, So you have this beautiful beach house and you go and work there. You go to Europe for a couple of weeks and you work there. You are constantly working and you like, if you don't enjoy it, if it's not your passion, if it's not just like your whole being, what's the point of the money? I mean, at a certain level, once you hit a certain financial level of financial security, it's all good. I agree with that. And I, I'm fortunate to surround myself mostly with entrepreneurs because I find people who are not entrepreneurs, they don't get us. So like my wife and I go to a Bible study class and there's only one other entrepreneur in the class. Everyone else says, when are you going to get a real job? I, I have a real job. Just because I don't go to an office and sit in an office with a chair and a desk and a phone. I have a job. But here's the difference between me and them. Yeah, you have the security of retirement and 401k and vacation and perks, but you're not the boss. I can fire clients if I don't like them. And if I want to work on a Saturday, 
which I often do, I can. I also work on Sundays. Sometimes I'll work on vacation because I love what I do. This is not a job. And and I'm like, when people swear in church by using the R word retirement, I'm like, why would you want to retire from something you absolutely love to do? Right. Yeah. I think that it's really interesting. I think that also, you know, it's really sad because we spend so much time there. And if you don't like it, like you're like just not nourishing a huge part of your own soul. I think it was Seth Godin that says, it's better to set yourself up a life that you don't want to escape from or something. I kind of paraphrased it there. In other words, instead of getting a job and immediately looking forward to your time off, why don't you get a job or create a business where you don't want to escape from? I, I think, you know, talking about clarity, if you get clear, clear what you want, and I don't care if it's a, a social worker, a, a janitor at your school, a lawyer, doctor, I don't care what it is. But when you when you find out what you really want to do, what fires you up and wires you up, you're not going to want to escape from that. You're not going to be able to, you can't wait to get back to that. I remember when I was in college a number of years ago, another lifetime to be completely honest with you. I was not doing too well in college because I couldn't, you know, I didn't live on campus. I used to drive to school and I'm like, oh, I have to get up early. I think it's on my twenties or something like that. But I found they had an on-campus radio station and I got to be the morning DJ. And I got to be a morning DJ for the first hour. And that got me to campus. And that was half the battle. If I got to campus, I would go to my classes. If I didn't get to campus, I would skip all my classes. Now, that's not what I did. Well, sort of. That's how I got into podcasting, believe it or not, because I was a radio broadcaster. But I loved being on the radio. I love having a podcast. So I show up every day in 2021. I'm releasing a new episode because I love this. This is not like, oh. Got to interview Becca today. Oh, no, I want to be here. I want to have a conversation with you. And it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. And I think that also, like cycling back to what you said, like right at the very beginning, your productivity really increases if you can have that clarity of what you're going to do. Your brain is smart. Like If you are still stuck in indecision in anything, then your brain's going to want to conserve itself. It's going to be like, I'm not going to let you waste the time doing this until you make a really clear decision. So you wrote a book and so you've done a lot of research on clarity. So let's imagine somebody is listening to this conversation and somebody is who needs your, your help right now. And they're like, okay, Becca, I get it. I got to get clarity. I, I understand what you're saying, but how? How do I tell me what do I do to get clarity? Cause I don't know what to do. What would you tell them? I tell them that they're probably looking at it the wrong way. They are probably stuck in telling themselves they don't know how many people, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And it's this constant refrain that when we are stuck, we tell ourselves over and over again, almost on a loop. And as soon as you, start breaking out of that cycle, then the answers just start falling into place. So the wonderful thing I think about the Clarity Journal is that it gives you a lot of questions to just help you shift your mindset a little bit, get yourself 
out of the problem, get yourself out of the indecision and really getting it out on paper helps you be more honest with yourself. I think a lot of us are also trying to do this all in our head or like complaining to a friend of ours instead of really being open and honest. And when we write it down, we can tell if we're rationalizing better. We can tell if we're not being completely honest and, you know, and also just having the random question that just makes you stop and like hit yourself upside the head and be like, Oh, right. That makes me stop and think. (laughs) I'm so glad you said, write it down because I'm 56 years young and I, Remember, I was so excited when they came up with smartphones and tablets and desktops and laptops and, oh, no more paper and pen. Now I'm back full circle. Now I have a bullet journal. I have a moleskin bullet journal. I have, uh, I go out and get these uh, archive uh, fade proof, you know, waterproof pens. So if anything spills on it and I, I like writing things down, I think clearly when I'm creating training for you know my membership program or my course or something else i liked opening up a page in my bullet journal and just sketch what i want in this and my brain actually serves me better than opening up a document on my screen and look at the blank screen and go well let me check facebook but when you're writing it down you i seem to be more focused at the task at hand does your to-do list have you overwhelmed When you join my digital productivity coaching program, you'll learn how to get and stay focused, become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list, experience less overwhelm, and have time to do what you really want to do. Sign up today by clicking the coaching tab at mrproductivity.com. I think totally. I think there's a couple reasons for that because when you're writing it down on paper, you're natu- you have something in your hand already. Like, you know how they'll tell, I, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but like when someone gives up smoking, they tell, tell people, I think it's like a paperclip, hold a paperclip, like fidget with a paperclip because they're used to having something in their hand. And so do have an action to use with your hand. Well, when you're writing, you have a pen in your hand. You aren't putting, you have to put down the pen to pick up the phone. Whereas when you are on your computer, it's super easy to just flip back and forth, back and forth. Okay. And then it's like, okay, I gave myself 30 seconds on this document. I need to go check Facebook or oh, look, I got a text. <laughs> I think it's easier when you have something in your hand to actually just tune out those distractions a little bit better. I also, I will say though, if anyone is just dedicated to using the computer, because I do like using the computer. I work um, like from other places a lot. I love working at coffee shops and stuff. And, um, and I find, I found this one app, like the uh, computer app, um, that is just really great. It almost mimics writing on paper. It's called Ohm Writer, O-M-M, and then Writer. And, it, but it's really interesting because it has, it's a very clean page. Like there's no, not very many different options to choose from. It also has a background. Uh, the background is, you can choose from different pictures, but the pictures are very like subtle, but it naturally draws your eyes to the bottom. So it almost makes you flow with typing. And the other thing it does, it's really cool. And it's so funny because I hate the, I don't know how to pronounce that, but the, when you have the typing on the cell phone that makes the noise, that drives me nuts. The clicking sound. The clicking sound, right. Um, 
but it has a keyboard sound, like a typing. It sounds like you're typing on a typewriter. And all of those things make me flow so much better on it than if I just opened up a Word doc. So if anyone is like, hey, that's great, but I'm 20 and paper and pen, don't do it. Um, Try that if you have a hard time sticking with it, because that's the real reason why paper and pen works so well is that when you are working on it, you give yourself the time for the deep work as opposed to trying to do it in 30 minute bur- 30 second bursts in between distractions. And I would encourage even challenge anyone who goes they're, they're a younger entrepreneur listening to this show and they're like paper and pen. Well, my first question is, have you tried it? Have you tried writing it down? Okay. Now, if you haven't go try it because a lot of people go, Oh, I just know. No, you don't know. You got to try it. Okay. So give it, I hate saying this, the old college try. Okay. Try it out. You may fall in love with it. I've actually gotten some younger people to try paper and pen to like, Oh my gosh, all these thoughts started coming in your head. I'm like, yeah, cause you're on the phone all the time. When you put it down and you start focusing, your brain is going to serve you better. So go ahead and try it. You haven't, if you tried it and then you went electronic and it's been a while, go back and try it again. Cause what you want to do is you want to get the thoughts out of your head because you want to get clear because if you're not clear, forget about being productive. And actually when I have a new client come on, the first thing we talk about is clarity. What do you want? What, how do you want to be more productive? Tell me what that means to you because everyone's got their own definition of productivity and it's fascinating the, the descriptions I hear, but when I ask them that question, I'm trying to find out, what do they want? I want them to get clear because I can't help them. It's kind of like if you go to the doctor's office and go, yeah, I'm not feeling well. Well, like what? I'm just not feeling well. He wants your head. Is it your arm? Is it your stomach? You just can't say I'm not feeling well because then the doctor can't help you. What do you want them to do? Just like put a bolt to your head and solve the problem. But you, you got to get clear. And I, I think people need this. I, we go too fast and tell me if you disagree with this, Becca, in 2021, we're war- we're going at warp speed and we need to slow down because clarity is not going to come when you're going at warp speed. Right. Well, and I think one of the things that popped up in my head when you were talking about that is that so many people I know that think they have a productivity problem don't have a productivity problem. The problem is they've got a billion things going on and they are burning themselves out. And then they're asking me to help them figure out how they can get rid of burnout without actually changing anything that's leading to the burnout. And so, I mean, in study after study shows, when you stress yourself out like that, you are not at your best. You are not at your most productive. So if you really actually want to be more productive, being able to take that time, being able to take the time for the clarity, being able to take the time to recognize that you sometimes you need to take a step back and really just evaluate and sit with things and make sure that you really are on the right path. It's hugely productive. I am known as Mr. Productivity, but not one person has ever come to me and says, Hey, I want to be more productive. They usually say, Oh my gosh, I am so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's, let's find out what you're overwhelmed. And they'll tell me their to-do list. And I get exhausted when they tell me everything they have to do. And I'm like, okay, I need to go take a nap right now. I think we found the problem. So I'm actually starting to use the term overwhelm buster because we have to bust through your overwhelm because I can't help you be a better planner, 
be a better, you know, uh, get more clarity, any of this stuff until we get through the overwhelm. And again, there's our word clarity, because that that's the foundation. It's kind of like sports teams go back to training camp. They go back to the basics. If you can't get the clarity down as your foundation, nothing else you do is going to make a difference. It's like Tom Brady, for example. All right. Even he, he's like won multiple Super Bowls. He's one of the best players in the league. He still goes back to the basics in training camp. Then they start getting more fancy plays, but he goes back to basics. And I think people, there's this, I don't know, this embarrassing thing or this, I don't want to go back to the basics. That, that means I'm weak. No, it means you're strong because that means you're building up your foundation. Exactly. And I think that we just need to embrace that. Like we need to embrace the fact that we can't do everything. I think that (laughs) the Google, it's like, I think Google is wonderful, but I think that sometimes it makes us feel like we should be able to do everything. I could just Google that, figure it out. Like, no, we actually need to go inward in order to be able to like conserve energy and then push outwards. I'll give everyone a really solid, uh, I just lost that word, uh, example. There it goes. I knew it was coming back to me eventually. So I'm, I'm trying to learn dueling, uh, Spanish on Duolingo. Right. And sometimes I'll get frustrated and what I'll do is I'll screenshot the wrong answer. Cause I had the right answer to the bottom. And then, and then when I have to do it again, I just bring up the picture, but that's not serving me. All I'm doing is copying the right answer. So I'm like, okay, Mark, look at, You got it wrong. Keep doing it again and again and again until it clicks. Because if you cheat, and that's what I'm doing, I'm cheating. Because the app doesn't know I'm looking at the screenshot. But the app doesn't care because I'm only hurting myself. Because I'm not learning if I look at the screenshot of the right answer. I'm not learning. Or if I go to, you know, Apple Translate, Google Translate, that's, you're not learning that way. But when you go, okay, I know the... this is a masculine noun and I know it's plural and I got it. Now, then you start, then your brain goes, Oh, this is how you put it together. That's how it works. But if you're trying to shortcut, it's not going to work. Hey, you listening to the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate it. But are you a Mark Stuchowski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter and you can sign up right now by going to mrproductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say that um, I'm actually learning a language too. I'm I'm starting German and it's the first time I've tried to learn a language as an adult. Um, you know, I've stu- I actually have studied quite a few languages like in school and I tried Duolingo and I could not do it. And I think this is one of those examples of really being able to sit outside, step out outside yourself. It did not work. Textbooks never really worked for me for learning languages. Duolingo did not work for me for doing languages. And so then one day I was just like Google, not Googling, but searching on Audible. And there are all sorts of audio classes. And I found one that like is really just repetition. And it's so funny because I will start speaking in German and I'll know things I didn't even realize I knew. And I love that. Wow. What's interesting, I tried Duolingo six years ago. And it didn't work. So I went to another company called Memrise and they just share like words. 
And I said, let me give you dual. Let me give Duolingo another shot because they got such great reviews. They completely changed the app now. Now it's go here. The basic lessons. You can listen to stories, which I really like. You can actually speak. And now when you get further into the Duolingo, it actually gives you like a whole paragraph and they ask you a question all in Spanish, whatever the language is. So I think they improved it, but the way they teach it, it's working for me. I get frustrated when I get the answer wrong and I'm like, oh, I forgot this one word. But it's interesting you're learning German. My my wife has got a bachelor's degree in German. And when she told me that like all the nouns are capitalized, I started learning German and thought it was going to be easy. I, I've come to the conclusion that learning languages is not easy for me. Getting on a podcast, doing a video on social media, piece of cake. But learning new languages, oh my gosh, I wish I had that gene. It just doesn't resonate with me. Yeah, it doesn't resonate with me either. But I will say, if anyone's listening to this and wants a different way than Duolingo, really enjoying Paul Noble on Audible. And he has a bunch of different languages. And one of the things that I really enjoy about it is he explains things. He starts with cognates. And he starts with trying to make it as simple, like simple as possible for you to pick up as much vocabulary as possible so that you can start actually using the language. And I really appreciate that perspective. Like, let's make this easier. Now, is this a podcast on Audible or is this a book? It's a book or it's, it's an Audible or I don't think it's an Audible original, but it's, it's just audio. I don't think there is a book format of it, but it is. So is it like one of those ones you get when you're Audible premium? Yeah. Okay, so how do you spell his last name? N-O-B-L-E? Yes. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Does he do Spanish? He does. Oh, wow. I'm going to check that out. Well, thank you for that. So I learned something on my own show today. That's pretty cool. Okay, so let's get back to clarity because this is not a language learning uh, episode of the Mark Schuchowski podcast. This is uh, about clarity. So anything else on your heart you want to share with the listener today about getting clarity or the power of clarity? So I think that the thing I would share is that it's really important to get started. It is so easy for us humans to avoid the question and to avoid anything that causes us discomfort. And so I end up working with people that are 60, 65, and they're not ready for retirement, but they really want to do something different. And it's so much easier to get started now no matter how old you are, than it is to wait another 10 years. And so I think that that would be my biggest takeaway for all of this is if you are finding yourself avoiding this question, that tells you you need to actually focus on it. I love that, you know, because if you're still sucking breath, you know, you know, it goes back to what I said about retirement. What are you going to do? Just play golf for the rest of your life? I mean, that would bore me to tears. Even if I love golf, I couldn't play it every day, all day, all week. I'd be crazy. And and I think this message that we talked about today uh, applies to anyone. I don't care if you're 20 or 80 or 90, if you're still alive, you know, I'm a daily runner and there are people saying I'm too old to start. I said, you know, there's 90 year olds that run marathons and there are people who started when they're 80 years old. So I, I I'm done with the excuses. Too many people making excuses. I, I just, I'm reading um, Grant Cardone's 10 X rule, like the fifth time I've been through the book. And I just finished the chapter on, on excuses. He goes, excuses are never going to take you where you want to go ever. There's not a single successful person in the world that got where they are by making excuses. And we need to 
shed ourselves like a snake does when he changes, you know, gets a new coat. We got to get rid of these excuses. We got to take responsibility and say, okay, I want to learn Spanish or I want to learn German or I want to learn how to be a podcaster and say, look at no excuses. I'm going to figure out how to do it because other people have figured out how to do it. And I think we, and if you want to be clear, if you're serious about this and you're obviously listening to an episode about clarity, you really are interested about being clear. You got to get rid of the excuses. You got to say, look at, this is my life. I'm taking full responsibility for my life. I'm going to get clear. I'm going to do whatever it takes and just put those excuses in a, in a cabinet, lock the door and throw the key away because they're never going to serve you. Well, and I think a good way to like help ease yourself into that is to recognize that if you are making a big change, you're going to have starting friction. Mm-hmm. It is going to be hard. It is, I am sure, a hundred times easier for you to produce a podcast now than it was on your first episode. <laughs> yep. uh, that It's always going to be that way. But if you keep giving up too early and don't get through the starting friction, then you're wasting a lot of effort that could be used to help build something amazing. And you learn when you have the friction, when you get the friction, you're like, okay, I got friction. How do I overcome this? My aunt always says, I talk about her all the time, improvise, adapt, and overcome. When you come to an obstacle, you can improvise, adapt, and overcome. That's something she learned because she served our country in the army. Quitting is not one of the options. Whining about is not one of the options. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Three choices. And and I think if it works for the military, I think it will work for, for us as well. I do think it's one of the hardest things for entrepreneurs, though, because when you're first getting started as an entrepreneur, you're doing something new and amazing and scary, <laughs> and it's, yep. it is hard. And so recognizing that what you are building is highly worthwhile and is going to get you to where you want to be. As long as you do what you just said, the, the, now I'm forgetting. Now I'm having my slip. Um, but improvise, adapt and overcome. Improvise, adapt and overcome. But also I think that when you are working towards something, recognizing that if you are really stuck, you really want to give up. That is just the time that you need to like bring in other people to help you. Mm. Like if you are starting something, it is okay to need help. And I think that that might be the thing I see the most entrepreneurs really get hung up on is they start questioning themselves. Then they question whether they really had the clarity in the first place and they start spinning. But what the spinning is, is that they don't have the experience and they're trying to do something new. And then they don't want to get the help they need. They think they should just be able to Google it or look at a YouTube video. (laughs) And that's not how it works. Like get the resources you need to actually be successful and to set yourself up for success. Yeah, you're right. Because I, I, I've run every day since August 20, 2017. And I started with day one, day two, day three, day 100, day 500. Now I'm up to over day, almost day 100, 1500. Same with the podcast, you know, over 950 episodes. I started with episode one. And that first several episodes, first several runs, first several pages of the book, whatever analogy you want to use, you have to get past that. But if you get past that, where most people are going to quit, then it's going to get a little easier. I mean, you still have to put in the work, but 
the resistance is going to be so tough in the beginning because your brain, the, 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 I guess you can say the devil on your shoulder goes, Matt, why are you doing this? No one's going to read your book. What are you writing a book for? Why are you starting a podcast? Why are you starting a YouTube channel? You got to fight through that. And once you break through that, then you're going to go, oh, this is, it's all worth it now. And everyone goes through that cycle. Everyone that does anything worthwhile always goes through that cycle. 100%. Well, Becca, this is a great conversation. Where can we go to find out more about you, what you're doing in the world, and how we can get your book? You can find my book on Amazon. It's the Clarity Journal. And you can find me at BeccaRibbing.com. So B-E-C-C-A, Ribbing, R-I-B-B-I-N-G.com. All right. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today. It was fantastic talking to you about Clarity. And I, I really hope the listener wasn't a passive listener. I hope they take some action because you gave us a lot of insight today. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, absolutely free. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.